0: Today I am talking to you about intimacy. And the name of this is called Intimacy Redefined: Embracing a New Chapter of Physical Connection. When couples lose their way, which kind of most couples do. When I mean by lose their way, they they lose their passion, they lose their sense of aliveness some more than others. It's not the end of the world not at all the end of the world. As a matter of fact, most of us could say that our role models, mainly our parents, grandparents, they didn't really show us the way to have a connected, alive, passionate, deep uh, relationship for the long term. And so we've been kind of imprinted with what we've seen from those ancestors. And so we're kind of dancing in the dark. The good news is that there's so much information now And there's really good therapists and relationship coaches that can help you uh, redefine what your relationship, your committed relationship is going to be when it comes to intimacy, physical connection. Um, So one of the things that I oftentimes have said to people and in my book I wrote quite a few years ago called The Long Hot Marriage, I, I had a title early in the book called Beware of Your Perception of Your Partner. And what I mean by that is that we have perceptions and they get locked in, locked in perceptions of our partner and of ourselves. And so we, uh, we see them in a certain way, we see ourselves in a certain way. And it's kind of fixed. And we act according to those identities that we have learned in our relationship, probably in our families of origins, some of us have learned to be more serious, some silly and playful, some more adventurous, some relatively safe. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's important to realize that those are conditioned responses and that it's possible for us to let go of past expectations of ourselves and our partners and embrace the opportunity for a fresh start. It really is amazing. As a person who's been doing this for 41 years, I started very young. Um, some I say over 30 and sometimes I say over 35, but the real truth is it's been now 41 years. I am more optimistic about couples than ever because I see the potential for evolution. We can evolve as people, we can evolve as, a, as couples. And one of the things that I tell my couples all the time is that there isn't one area of our life that we're truly successful without risk and novelty And we need to maintain that in our intimate relationships as well. So this is um, not about specific techniques. There's plenty of places you go to learn about specific techniques. And I am not here to talk to you about specific sexual techniques. I'm really here to talk about your mindset and also some of the things you could do to explore this concept of intimate connection. But I cannot be, I'll say complete, talking about physical connection without talking about beyond physical connection. We understand that people, some people more than others, I know in the past we've talked about women and that's probably some truth to this as well, tend to, in long-term relationships, become open physically, when their heart opens. And so, whereas in the beginning of relationships, it's kind of not necessary for people's hearts to be fully open because there's the excitement and the chemistry of a new relationship. As a relationship goes on, uh, usually one if not both partners, in, in order to have really good physical connection, they need to have an open heart. So we do need to understand that, that is a requirement for many people most of the women I've seen for sure. And I'm not saying that's true for everybody in the same degree. But developing an emotional connection is as necessary for a physical connection and sexual desire as it is to eat and drink to feel good. So one of the things that we have to look at is if we're not good at emotional connection, and I've been talking about that in other kinds of videos, I'm not going to get into detail about that in this one, that it's just another area we have to develop, we have to develop our weaker links if we're, if we're not great at emotional um, identification, noticing what we're feeling, so that we can be more open and vulnerable with our partners, and as well to be to develop a curiosity about our partners in life, we don't do that, the chance of having a long term physical connection with your partner is doubtful, if not impossible. So we need to nurture emotional intimacy as a foundation for revitalized physical intimacy. It's just the way it is, everybody, it's just the way it is. So we need to get curious about what it is that we're feeling. Um, What I've noticed is that people that live on the surface, they, um, they don't have the kind of depth and physical connection, which leads to possible boredom in the, in the partner, maybe even in themselves. You now, just talking to uh, one of my clients this evening, who is frustrated, because her, her husband has been drinking too much. And when people drink, they can't go deep, they live on the surface. I'm not saying people should never drink, I'm not going to be black and white about it. But the truth is that uh, using substances on a frequent basis, uh, prevents people from being fully present in a deep way. And for many people like this woman, she's going to need that to be inspired to open up uh, emotionally and sexually with her husband. So we, we need to be interested in what that feels like to be physically and emotionally present for our partner, which usually means being interested and present for ourselves. So what's going on beneath my head? What's going on in my body? What am I feeling? Remember, physical intimacy, sex is about the body. And so is our feeling, Our feelings are in the body, our desires in the body, our fears are in the body. So it's very important to be interested in the body. And so when we redefine intimacy, and we want to embrace this new chapter of physical connection, uh, for those of us that maybe have some difficulty getting to know what's going on in our body, it's worth a look, a lot of looks, consistent looks. Really important. So, before I get back into the sex and physical connection, it's important also to celebrate the the wonder of exploring our emotional lives and what's going on there. All genders all genders, need to do this. So once we can explore what it's like to be our emotional selves and to begin to practice being more vulnerable and share, um, which is not easy to do when we grew up in families where maybe things were more superficial, more safe, more private. Uh, We, despite it being challenging, it does open the door for physical intimacy. And it's a it's 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 an adventure, right? We we love adventure. All of us love adventure, most of us love adventures. I love to hike, I love to bike, I love to go on boats and do do things. Um I took it up a new sport of golf, which is for me a big adventure. Especially the why I sometimes hit the ball, it's quite adventurous, you never know where the ball is gonna go. But we we crave adventure to some degree. We watch action movies. You know, those the, there are reasons why we do that. We love mysteries, we're into adventure. Well, it's important to intentionally create an interpersonal adventure with our partner. And as we do that, now we have the opportunity to celebrate and experiment with physical connection. We develop, we start to have conversations about sex. What is it that you really want? I can't tell you how many couples come to me and one of the partners don't really know what they want in the bedroom. They're not used to looking in, they're used to pleasing the other partner. And eventually it oftentimes turns down the dial of their sexual desire. And so the thing that's important for this person in particular, who may have grown up trying to please others and placate others now has to learn how to be more selfish in a sense. And that's a good word, not a bad word. Self-absorbed, not so great. Selfish, good. You need to be tuned into yourself. What is it that I want? What do I want in the bedroom? What, What would feel good? Let me explore what might feel good. We want to have an aura of experimentation with the couple. We don't want to have this idea that we got to hit the bullseye every time and 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 have phenomenal orgasms or whatever we think comprises of good sex, get rid of those ideas of what good sex is, which has to do with, you know, having penises work perfectly and vaginas work perfectly. Instead, redefine sex as, as um, as a way of connecting with each other and to experiment with each other and find out what works and what doesn't. And to just to you know help people get aroused. if they don't get aroused the first time you try something else, it's not a big deal. You want to experiment and explore and connect. Of course, mutual consent is very important. We always need to, in this uh, new chapter of physical connection, make sure that both people have a voice that both people's desires and preferences are taken into account. Uh, That we don't expect to always get whatever we want at the expense of the other person losing their voice, because in the long run, a person who loses their voice loses their desire. So we want to, just to reiterate, have an atmosphere of exploration and experimentation and also mutual consent in the bedroom. And every couple's different. So we need to empower ourselves as couples to redefine our own unique version of physical intimacy. It's time to not live up to some fake external standard. Most of those standards are wrong or we we saw it in a movie or we read in books. And the truth is there's no there's there's no normal great book on I'm going to give a plug to a, a, a lady, uh, Emily, uh, Emily, um, I think it's Emily Nagoski or something like that. I, I, I'm blanking on the second name, but the name of her book is called Come As You Are. Still trying to think of the right name. I'm close, but not it. But as Come As You Are. I love that title, Come As You Are. And that book is very scientific as well as you know, it talks about sex, but everything's very scientific and you start to appreciate the beauty of, of diversity and uh, how people have different sexual accelerators that turn them on, sexual breaks, they have different levels of it. It's all okay. It's all good. We just need to learn how to recreate our own version of physical intimacy and learn what works for us amidst our experimentation, our exploration, and our mutual consent. So like I said, uh, this last point, it's important to find your own way and to be very slow to judge because we just have our own paths and we need to incorporate each person's sets of desires and backgrounds and fears and, and how they define themselves sexually um, but also combining that with what I started out with coming full circle, and that is to be open to new, not just experimentations of what we want to do, but experimenting of how we perceive ourselves and to play with the other side, our weaker link. Person tends to be serious. Encourage yourself to be playful. If You're silly all the time. Maybe it's time to be more present and mature. Whatever the case may be, we're a kaleidoscope. We don't want to, don't want to be uh, um, one-dimensional. We want to be multi-dimensional um, in and out of the bedroom. So I just wanted to say that basically, again, the optimism because I've, I've worked so successfully with so many couples, so many thousands of couples where they have redefined their intimacy and they've embraced this new chapter of their physical connection, which incorporates emotional connection. We have tremendous capacity. We are not defined by our past. We are not defined by the limitations of our ancestors. And we need to be open to new versions of ourselves and and experiment, like I said, with our mindset, with our expectations and with our sexual behaviors inside the bedroom and wherever else. So that's what I wanted to say about this topic. Appreciate you listening. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.